is being recorded. Good morning and welcome to the Nigella Nigella Live Radio at its best. Welcome to the Magellan Show. There we go. Uh, Live radio. Magellan. Interesting. I have a new name there. Didn't even know it. The Magellan Show. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. It's Thursday, the first day of October 2015. We made it. We made it to October. Now, some of you may be asking yourselves the question, why is he saying that? What did, what did we arrive to uh, or arrive at? Well, let me just say this. I, uh, I am just so, like, not into summertime. I love fall. And I know that, that technically the first day of fall was about a week ago. But it just seems like that when you get to October that you've, that you've arrived and that the weather is a lot better. Now, I know some of you might have experienced fall-like weather a lot sooner, especially if you live in the Pacific Northwest. The temperatures are usually pretty nice. Now, for my friends and those that are living, let's say, in the, in the deep south or in the southeast, obviously uh, it may take a little bit longer to cool down. But uh, I always like this time of year, and so I'm just glad that it's October. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're having a great day uh, in Jesus' name. And, you know, God is good all the time. And, and all of the time God is good, even in our most difficult of circumstances. And, uh, you know, we all we all ha- have those times, you know, where we go through, uh, through challenges uh, in our lives. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's not easy, but uh, but God is able to carry us right uh, and pick us up right where we are. And I am I'm thankful to the Lord for that, uh, for His uh, for His provisions and uh, for for His mercies. Uh, uh, they're new every morning. Well, uh, a lot of things have have happened. A lot of things have happened in the world over the last day or so. Uh, of course, that's nothing new. Always news events uh, transpiring, but there seems to be an escalation, even more of an escalation in Syria. Stay right where you're at. We're going to talk about that today uh, because I believe that affects every one of us to some degree or another, especially in light of the way Russia and the United States are engaging in this situation. Now, this is the Magellan Show. Our number is 646-929-0709. If you want to jot down the playback number, I'll give it to you right now. This is the the playback. Area code 712-775-7039. The access code is 327. All over the news. I'm just looking now at... Uh, Fox News, CNN, it's everywhere. The Russian invasion military intervention in Syria. Not so much by the United States now, but by by Russia. 
you're watching the news yesterday, then you will know that the United States received a one-hour warning, a one-hour warning. A top general walked into the United States Embassy in Baghdad, Iraq, and told officials there that they needed to get their U.S. uh, forces out of Syria. One hour notice, or they could be subjected to, to who knows what, because of the airstrikes at that point were, were imminent. They were coming to Syria. Now, is this. Is Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, actually directing his, his military airstrikes toward ISIS targets? Some say yes. Some say no. I would say that perhaps we need to examine the situation. Just to be clear, uh, some are, are suggesting that Russia has targeted some of the uh, Syrian opposition that are on the side of the U.S. I think the whole thing needs to unravel a little bit more before we make any conclusion on this matter. It is obvious that Russia has taken decisive action, and if they truly will rid, you know, rid ISIS and rid Syria of ISIS, then that is obviously a step in the right direction. But the United States is saying that, well, Russia is only doing this to empower Iran and to empower the Assad regime, Assad being the president of Syria. Now, no one here is suggesting that Assad is a good leader, a great leader at all. Uh, He has been accused of doing uh, some pretty awful things. But uh, we do know that we do know that the uh, that, that the influence of ISIS is real and great in Syria, and it really has been a uh, a, a breeding ground for uh, for this kind of, of radical uh, activity. So, time will tell. But from what I am hearing, these these types of strikes are 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 very are are, are very fierce and. Uh, and so this is not just some, uh, how can I say it, uh, precision uh, guided or or just a very uh, carefully targeted airstrike. I, I, I'm gathering that it's a, a shock and awe kind of scenario. So we'll see. We'll be watching this story as uh, as the, as the information comes in. Looking at our Twitter feed right now, at Real Magellan, I want to look at some of the top stories that would also include the Russian situation. Now, I, I do want to remind you that, uh, that Secretary of State John Kerry and the Foreign Minister of Russia, Lavrov, met uh, together 
They had private meetings at the United Nations. They also had a joint press conference. I watched it last night. I recorded it. I uh, wasn't able to see it live. But I watched it uh, uh, late last night uh, just to get a sense as to what they were saying. And if you've watched Secretary Kerry, John Kerry, in the past and, and, and the speeches that he has delivered, you'll know that he's a very confident man, uh, at times maybe coming off a, a bit smug, <laughs> but, but, you know, that's John Kerry. But I have to say yesterday that in my estimation, Secretary Kerry seemed to be just at a point where he was, I mean, yes, he spoke, but uh, like he really didn't know what to do, that, that, that he was stumped, and that he seemed to be uh, rather uh, sheepish in a way. Because it was almost as if the the Russian government, in a way, had had him over a barrel. And I don't know how to say that, because the wording that he used was was so uh, diplomatic, so as to not offend Russia. And you know, there's a lot of things we don't know that are going on behind the scenes. That's that's a given. But definitely uh, the foreign minister, the foreign ministry is the equivalent. Uh, most countries refer to their uh, to their secretary of state, if you will, as foreign minister. So we just refer to ours as secretary of state. So they, 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 are, they are contemporaries, if you will. So the foreign minister, the Russian equivalent of the secretary of state, Lavrov, was very confident, very poised, and, uh, and very deliberate in, in his delivery at the United Nations as he stood next to Kerry. And, uh, you know, Kerry was saying a lot of political type words, a lot of uh, 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 diplomatic jargon. I think he just didn't know what to say. You know, he, he, you know, he said that uh, we want to work on um, uh, deconfliction efforts, <laughs> in other words, to try to, you know, bring down the conflict there. But, you know, honestly, when you get to that point, when you take it so far, and I'm not talking about, you know, what carrier the administration has done up until this point, whether they've handled it properly or not. But when you get to this that point, what do you do? Uh, there's obviously a, 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 a power struggle here, vying for global power. Now, there's obviously a little bit of hostility on the part of the Russians because of well, for one thing, the, the sanctions that we that we placed upon Russia, and what did Russia do in, in reaction to those sanctions? Because that's what we did, and why did why did we do that? That was because of the Ukrainian conflict, which really sparked after the origination of the Syrian conflict. I do my best to study these these geopolitical situations and what's going on. And, uh, you know, it, it, if you go back to September of 2013, well, probably on the 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, uh, somewhere in there, uh, I'm talking about Syria. And it looked like something was about to happen then, but, but we were afforded more time. 
apparently no longer. But but certainly, my friends, there is a power right now, and it affects all of us. That's why you need to pay extremely close attention to what I'm saying right now, because this is very real. And we, we do not need to ignore it. So, so this is what the Russians are doing. Now, they have their own reason for doing it. Uh, Syria is an ally. I mean, they are allies. That's understood. Russia, we know, has had close ties with Iran as well. But again, who are we to condemn Russia for their Iranian uh, al- uh, for, for being allies, or not necessarily allies, or allies with Syria, but, but having at least close connections with Iran as well, when we as a country are dealing with Iran too? Let's not forget about the Iran deal that has just been. I mean, the worst policy decision, you know, one of the worst policy decisions ever in this country. So each each superpower is vying for the greater position of power and strength. But in the process, you have Americans, everyday Americans and everyday Russians that are just trying to live uh, a normal life. You know? And I I remember watching, they were playing a clip of a debate back in 2012 when Barack Obama was uh, running for for, uh, re-election against, at that time, a former governor of Massachusetts, Mitt Romney, And Mitt Romney said, I believe that one of the the big concerns that we have, or at least the concern that we'll have in the not-too-distant future, is is Russia again and its its, uh, desire for power in the world. And at that time, President Obama, who was running for re-election, in that debate with Romney, really scolded Romney and and almost to... uh, belittle his intelligence, like, how could you think such a thing? Uh, Get with the times. That was back in the 80s. Come on. Well, here we are now, and we're facing such a situation. How we react to that situation is, is what's so crucial here. Now, Senator John McCain who I rarely agree with on policy, has spoken out. And are are we surprised? We know that he loves to speak out, especially on war-related issues. Now, I will be the first to say, and and I've said it before, that uh, I respect Senator McCain for his many sacrifices for this valley, for his service as as a... Senator, but especially uh, for the fact that uh, that he was a, a prisoner of war, and that he he could have that he could have been released because of the influence that that his father had uh, in the military, but he chose to uh, to endure it just like uh, every other person, just like an everyday Joe. And so I, I give him extraordinary props and 
and, and I commend them for that. So I just want that to be stipulated. But that doesn't mean that I, I cannot disagree with the senator on, on issues of policy, and I do. And I do. And, and I want to talk about that uh, on, on this program today, at least for a moment or two, because, you know, it's all of this is uh, all these decisions that can potentially be made could have uh, serious consequences. So what did we what did we tweet out just uh, almost an hour ago on our Twitter feed at Real Magellan? McCain is suggesting that we arm Syrian rebels to shoot down Russian planes. These are the words of Senator John McCain out of Arizona. Please, whatever you do, stay right where you are. You don't want to miss the rest of this program. In fact, you may want to call a friend. Our number is 646, our live number, 646-929-0709. If you simply must go, then just dial in. Our playback number after the broadcast is completed at 712-775-7039. Of course, we're on MagellanShow.com. We also are on other websites like IQDCalls.com, which we do appreciate their posting our shows, as well as iTunes. You can subscribe to our podcast. Just uh, search us out uh, at uh, at Real Magellan or just at Magellan Show, actually. All right, so getting down to the story about McCain and what he is what he is suggesting or advising uh, Senator John McCain, and, and he actually appeared on Neil Cavuto on Fox News. Listen to these words, my friends. Whether you're a Republican or Democrat, just soak this in. Independent doesn't matter. Senator John McCain reacted to Russia's announcement that it had begun launching airstrikes targeting ISIS militants in Syria by calling on the White House to arm Syrian rebels with weapons to shoot down Russian planes. No, there was no lapse in our feed or our signal there. I just had to pause for a moment just just to let us all absorb that statement. Now, if you click on the link at Real Magellan, find this entire article, but we're going to read some, some more of it even now. But there's also a video where you'll see his interview with Fox News' Neil Cavuto. McCain initially responded to Fox News host Neil Cavuto's question shoot down Russian planes by saying no, but then went on to assert that he would arm Syrian rebels to carry out the very same task. So here's what the senator is saying. It's almost like, no, I'm not going to shoot such and such. I'm going to have someone else do it. What we are doing right now is we are entering, we are dangerously entering into what some refer to as a proxy war with Russia. So we may not be directly fighting Russia or considering fighting Russia. Now, I don't know if the Obama administration is considering the uh, the suggestion or the advice of John McCain. I, I do know that John McCain is more of an establishment Republican, so chances are his words might uh, be more in line with 
the policies of the, of the Obama administration. I don't know. Time will tell. But this could be very, very dangerous when uh, whether it's the right thing to do or not, uh, we have to look at what's best for our national security for all of those of us that are here at home. Okay? It is heartbreaking and heart-wrenching to see lives being destroyed from those that are innocent. I do know that, that there are that there are some some innocent people in Syria, even Christian people in Syria that have been persecuted, all this stuff I know. I get I, I understand that. But but just to be frank, all over the world there are human rights issues. And we we can't save the world all the time. And again I'm not saying that to sound cold in any way. We have persecution of Christians by the millions in Sudan, uh, persecution of Christians uh, in China, in North Korea, in other parts of the world. So we want to make sure that our reasons for getting so involved in Syria are for the right reasons. Are we just reaching out with a humanitarian aim, or are there other motives, other ulterior motives? I'll leave that for you all to decide, but the point is is that our national security should be paramount in this country. And do we really want to engage with Russia? Russia has not threatened us in any way. You know, Syria is not our ally. Now, are there Middle Eastern countries that are our allies? Well, yeah. Saudi Arabia is one, which I still... I mean, I know the political reasons why we we have allied with Saudi Arabia. It has to do with the petrodollar. I, I know that. But I still sometimes wonder why we're allies with them. But be that as it, as, as it may. Syria has, has been an ally with Russia. They've been allies, been on the books for a long, long time. I brought this story out two years ago and said that this has caused me to, to feel great level of concern. But what John McCain is suggesting is disturbing because the Russians are going to know who is supplying these these rebels with weaponry that are going to be shooting down their planes I mean, whether it has USA uh, stamped on it or not, they're going to know. And and McCain says, well, we did that in Afghanistan many years ago, so we could just do it the same way. Actually, that is true, you know. Uh, Did you know that we actually... We go after the, the the Taliban in Afghanistan after September 11th, uh, you know, 2001, 2002. We go into Afghanistan. But 30 years prior to that, give or take, we actually are fighting with the Afghan people against against Russia. But things have changed a lot since the 
since the since the 1970s. McCain is referring to how the United States armed Islamic militants in the 70s, a policy that led to the rise of the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and uh, the Muslim Brotherhood, and uh, even Osama bin Laden. Obviously, McCain is opposed to Russia's bombing of ISIS terrorists because he believes that Moscow is using this explanation as a cover to attack U.S.-backed Syrian rebel forces who are trying to topple Bashar al-Assad, who is the president of of Syria. I'm not here to say that the type of leader that should remain in power, obviously, uh, is common knowledge that he has done some pretty awful things. But I think everyone would would suggest and would, would agree should say that ISIS has been the greatest threat to global and Western civilization, not just here but everywhere. And it's not just about stopping Russia Russia's efforts to do that that are concerning, but what's more concerning, entering into a conflict, a military conflict in Russia. They're going to leave us alone, but we're going to engage. So what are we going to do? Not only are we going to put potentially uh, potentially put uh, more people at harm's way by arming these uh, these Syrians, but but the bigger issue is that. What's going to happen when we anger Russia to such an extent that Russia says, we're tired of of you trying to call all the shots? What's going to happen then? You know, if I didn't know any better, I would almost say, or I would almost, want to come to the conclusion that these leaders were actually kind of wanting to go ahead and usher in World War III? I mean, is that is that the goal? To usher in World War III? I mean, we've got we've got all kinds of of, of heated situations around the world. China is showing its strength uh, out in the Pacific. We've got a migrant crisis, the likes of which, well, I think it's worse than World War II. I really do. The dynamics are different. Because many, uh, well, it's just, and, and now what's happened as of yesterday. But so many people are, are concerned with, you know, with, with just things that really don't matter. Maybe if we got involved and understood what's happening geopolitically, 
then maybe enough of us could speak out about it and call call our congressmen, call our senators. You know, there is something to be said about the legislative branch of government. Some, Some want to criticize it. It has its faults, but it's one of the last great hopes for America. I'm serious. You know, until we until things change, you know, in the judicial and executive branches, we we need we need that legislative branch of government. And there needs to be enough awareness to where we speak out to our congressional representatives to say, look, we do not in any way need to uh, to engage or, or to uh, to anger. Russia. Not that we walk in fear. I'm not saying that. But do we have to constantly engage in these types of situations? It just concerns me because it's not that I would disagree with every military strategy that that, that they're uh, suggesting, but it's the national security of this country. And that should be the top priority, always, always, always. You want to be safe. You don't have a bunker like like the powerful elite do. You know, when something happens here on these shores, you don't have that. They do. You don't. So maybe it's time that we turn off ESPN, Sports Center. And maybe try to at least educate ourselves as to what's really going on. Not to walk in fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. But at least to to be awakened. Now, according to the Jerusalem Post, uh, this was issued about an hour ago, uh, according to an American official, U.S. and Russian militaries to hold talks shortly on Syria, this is a breaking story. I hope something good will come out of that. I hope we can see Russia and the United States uh, standing side by side with a certain degree of uh, of agreement rather than uh, uh, opposition for the sake of, of both of our countries, people that uh, that reside, the American people, the Russian people. They were back, well, I don't remember back that far, but I read about it. Some of you do. The Cuban Missile Crisis. Thank God it was averted. I think uh, JFK uh, handled it the right way. But, you know, what if it hadn't have gone so well? You know, who would have been, who would have suffered? The everyday people, Russians, uh, the Americans, their leaders would have been safe and sound. So there are talks going on as we speak. Russia is also saying that they uh, will be getting assistance from Iran, uh, from Hezbollah in Syria. 
that is a bit concerning. The United States is is worried that Russia might be overreaching airstrikes against ISIS and not just t- targeting ISIS targets alone. And now, according to the Jerusalem Post, Russia is saying that it would consider any Iraq Iraqi request for airstrikes against Islamic State. We know that the Islamic State has grown in strength in Iraq. We've talked about Iraq a little bit on this program, haven't we? And that has been a big problem, the security in Iraq. So Russia is saying, let us handle it. And, and offering this to Iraq. We know that Russia is wanting to show its dominance in the Middle East. How could it get much worse than it already is in the Middle East? I, I mean, just saying. But most importantly is, if you, if, if you don't walk away with, any, with anything else that I've said today, two words, national security, our national security for a change. You know, charity begins at home, my friends. It begins at home. Congress averts government shutdown. Obama signs funding measure, so there won't be a government shutdown. And the reason why that Obama took swift action is because he knew that Congress would likely vote to defund Planned Parenthood, which uh, they did because we have a Republican majority in the House of Representatives now as to whether uh, it will, uh, you know, how, how, will, how will it will be voted on in the Senate remains to be seen. I also want to bring to your attention uh, a, a, a developing story here. Even NASA is picking it up. And this is to do with Joaquin, uh, the hurricane, up to a Category 3 right now, growing in intensity, uh, at this moment, uh, circling uh, in and around the, the the Bahamas, where is it? Uh, where is it headed? Some are saying that it could head to the uh, to the Mid Atlantic states. We don't know if that's going to be uh, North Carolina or Virginia. Uh, the hurricane center, the National Hurricane Center, is saying that. It'll probably strengthen to at least a Category 4 by Friday and Saturday as it tracks north toward the East Coast. And just looking at these models right now, as I'm looking at this, it doesn't look like Florida and or Georgia or South Carolina will be affected on this one, although things can change. We know that. But it looks as if that, based upon this model, and we we tweeted it at Real Magellan from the Washington Post, that portions of North Carolina, Virginia, as well as uh, some of the smaller New England states, including portions of New York, Long Island, um, you know, uh, New Jersey, Maryland that some of those areas, mid-Atlantic states, could be affected. But these things have been known to shift. And they said that the threat, just to be on the safe side, even though it could be right in that mid-Atlantic portion, 
could go as south as the Carolinas, probably more North Carolina, but still, for the Carolinas to Maine. And this is looking to, to potentially be a very significant storm. Be advised this weekend. And, and the big the big concern is obviously, well, there's wind, but also just the, the torrential rains, the flooding. So take take the necessary preparations if you live anywhere uh, near those areas. And I know that there are listeners right now that, that do. So please, please, uh, you, you, you've been warned. Court of Business Insider crude oil is surging at the moment, probably in light of the instability in the Middle East. And finally, San Francisco's last gun shop is shutting its doors for good. A major city like San Francisco shutting down its uh, very last gun store. And a lot of this has to do with the anti-gun initiatives in many of these uh, liberal cities. Sadly, you know, it doesn't do a whole lot of good because areas areas with uh, a larger percentage of gun ownership, legal gun ownership, actually are safer. Even countries, even countries, uh, same way. Uh, you know, we're, it's just the way it is. Uh, there are, are strict gun control laws in Central America with some of the highest uh, homicidal rates in uh, in the world. And yet places like Switzerland and Iceland, which have a high percentage of, of, of gun ownership, are among some of the safest countries with all in the top two or three safest countries in the world. So, what do they say? Uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. There's a lot more stories we could be looking at today, but we're going to kind of leave it right here. This is Magellan. I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to thank IQDcalls.com for posting our program as I do so regularly on the Magellan page over there. We're on podbay.fm. We're on a lot of other uh, websites as well, our podcast. Uh, you can follow us at Real Magellan on Twitter. We appreciate your listening to our broadcast. Playback 712-775-7039, access code 327-756-POUND. Uh, God bless all of you. Uh, look, if you enjoy what we're doing and you want to continue to, to hear programming like this that is, uh, that is straight to the point, gets to the heart of the issues uh, without a lot of the hype, just the real news uh, in, in a very focused way, then do consider supporting what we're doing. Don't wait for someone else to do it. Support what we're doing because we really want to uh, expand our our reach and and to do more. We have opportunities to get on the, on FM radio. We want to we want to be able to to exercise that opportunity. But we need your support, and and it doesn't take that much to do it. But when we all work together. Some great things can happen. It really can. So if you want to email me uh, and and to learn more, just email us contact at MagellanShow.com, and, uh, and and you know we'll talk to you. You know, I mean, there are various ways to give, but but you can just go to our website right now, MagellanShow.com, M-A-G-E-L-L-A-N Show.com, 
and click on the Donate button. Many of you have been listening to my program for, for over two years now. And you've gained insight, you've gained perspective, uh, and it has been uh, an outreach to you. And it has been a great media source. And I say that especially because uh, we all work together for, you know, for this common good and, uh, and to God be the glory. But you've listened, and, uh, and I believe that when, when, when you give, you always, you, always, you always get back. And you don't give with the intention of getting back, but, but it, is just, it is a principle. It is a principle. And, you know, and above all, we talk about the news, we talk about a lot of things, we talk about, about currencies, but, you know, we believe that when we put, we put God at the center of all of it, that good things can come from it. So I encourage you, more now than ever before, to give to our broadcast, to see this work continue. We want to see it continue, and I know you do too. So get behind us. If you want to see Magellan continue, then uh, I would encourage you to go to our website, MagellanShow.com. Most of you have PayPal accounts. And most of you, uh, if you donate $10, $20, $30, $50, uh, some more, some less. It's not going to uh, put you in a financial hardship at all. It's what you call discretionary, or it's it's the spending that that does not does not affect you. But some can give more. But I encourage you. You 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 have you have stuck with me. You've been listening. You've told your friends about it for the last over two years. Uh, some of you for less time. But give to to our cause. Uh, just go on PayPal. And uh, you know, and you'll uh, contact at MagellanShow.com, or just click on the donate button right on our website. I uh, I believe that we can grow together, and we can do some great things. So let's do that. Uh, let's uh, let's let's be a voice. I spend a great deal of my time covering the news, uh, and 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 in the process of, of trying to really develop this in new and fresh ways. So thank you in advance for all that you do. I appreciate it uh, so very much. God bless all of you. Thank you for joining us. We will be back here on Tuesday for another edition of the Magellan Show. Until then, thank you so much for listening. This is Magellan. God bless all of you. Have a great day. Bye-bye for now.